2: Ah, Welcome to the Living Free Show on 3CR Community Radio. Hi, I'm Bill, and with co-host Anne, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land from which we are broadcasting, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present. This land was stolen. Sovereignty was never ceded. This week is 3CR's 2022 Radiothon, and their fundraising target is $250,000. Our living free component is a measly 1600 uh, this is radiothon theme is keep community strong that aligns closely with that of living free by sharing recovery stories we're helping those recovering uh, from alcohol gambling drug and food addictions and their families to rebuild their lives and to become part of a stronger community each week on our show Our guests volunteer their time to share their experience in dealing with the effects of alcohol, gambling, drugs and food on their lives and to encourage understanding of the nature of the addiction and the recovery options available. Also to reduce the stigma uh, associated with alcohol, drugs and food addictions. Uh, I'd like to introduce today's guest, Susie. Uh, She's a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and was on the show back in April this year. So welcome and thanks for helping out on the Radiothon show, Susie.
0: Hi, Bill.
2: Pleasure. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, I hope that together we can encourage listeners to financially support 3CR Community Radio and enable Living Free to stay on the air for another year. (coughs) Remember, listeners, your financial support will keep our message of hope on the airwaves. Uh, We're very fortunate to have um, many committed and passionate Living Free supporters who have already donated to the show. So here's a list of some of the donations we've received so far. So, Anne, would you like to read some out for us? Sure.
1: Um... The first one I've got here is from Ishita Pallet from Clifton Hill, um, donation of $50. Um, Emma from Bentley, $30. Susie Brown from Ocean Grove, $51. Marie from Keelor Lodge, $50. Wilma from Hurstbridge, $30. Michael from Mulvern East, $50. Ken Guthrie from Clifton Hill, $50. Don from Newtown, $103. Jenny, $51. Grace from Essendon,
2: $103. Ah, thank you very much. Excellent. It's a good start. Uh, you can donate by calling us on 94198377 and have a chat to Michaela. She'll take your, all your details. You can text us on 0488 or you can go online at 3cr.org.au/donate. Today, I thought we'd start the show by asking Susie to share her experience as a problem drinker and talk about how that affected her life. So, Susie, would you like to tell us a little bit about your your drinking and and the sort of impact it's had on your life?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, well, it destroyed my life in the end. I'm um, 45 years of drinking. Um, I started going to AA when I was 34 and I stopped drinking when I was 63, so I was a fairly slow learner. Um, but, you know, the end the end was just horrific, really. I was drinking for the sake of drinking. I didn't want to drink, but I kept, kept drinking anyway because I didn't know what else to do. I found myself in a big black hole um, and I was digging deeper and deeper. And then I realised that that black hole uh, had a basement, and I was there for a long time.
2: Uh, I think we've just lost Susie, um, and we might just have to recover from there. Um, I might just throw across to you, Anne. Yep. Um, you've you've been in the fellowships for a while, 12 set fellowships for a while. Would yep. you like to just share about um, how you heard about um, your fellowship?
1: Oh, okay. Um, I'm a member of um, Al-Anon, Support Fellowship for Families of Alcoholics. Um, I heard of it through my um, alcoholic, uh, my family. Um, My father um, had an alcohol problem until he was um, 37-ish. Went to AA. My mother went to Al-Anon. My siblings went to Alateen. And I didn't go anywhere because I was about, um, I was in my late teenage years at the time and uh, didn't understand (laughs) that I needed to go to a 12 step fellowship or that it would be beneficial for me to do so. and what I initially did was I got all the literature because I could see um, how good the fellowship was and what impact it was having on my um, parents and siblings. And I got the literature and I decided that I was going to uh, just use that as a, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a crutch or a little bit of a philosophy to live by. Um, but I finally had to come to Alan on uh when my life really did feel unmanageable in my early 20s um, so I think Bill you've just got you've got Susie back again uh, okay so uh, we've got Susie back again so we'll hand back over to Bill and uh, he can continue uh, chatting with Susie about her recovery
2: in AA ah, hi Susie uh, you're back again Hi. <laughs> not sure what happened whether it's your no. or our end but let's take it again
0: Uh, So yes I was basically broken Um, by the time I finished you know I was isolating I was drinking on my own Um, all my relationships had broken down Um, my daughter wouldn't let me see my grandchildren Um, you know I couldn't go anywhere without the hip flask I was um, losing my mind basically which is what alcohol does after years of drinking you know it breaks down everything in your entire body Um, it was causing so much fear and so much anxiety Um, and I was sick I had uh, fatty liver Um, you know all the signs of alcoholism it's a progressive disease obviously so the more you drink the worse it gets you don't get better from it you never get rid of it Um, you just have to learn how to deal with it And uh, when I was um, at that stage where I, you know, I mean, they say, and it's quite true, if we keep drinking, we'll either end up in a mental asylum or jail or dead. Um, And I've seen a lot of people relapse and die over the years in in the rooms of AA. So, you know, it is a fatal disease that we have. Once we realise we have a disease, I think it makes it easier. I mean, you know, in the 1800s, they used to throw us into mental asylums. Um, until they discovered the disease model and, and, you know, which creates a phenomenon of craving. So we realise that um, we will have that for life but we certainly can do something about it and that's where this wonderful fellowship of AA comes in because AA works if we do the work.
2: Yeah. So Susie, do you want to talk a bit about um, how you found out about AA?
0: How I found out about AA, well, yeah. AA's everywhere really, isn't it? In the ether. Everyone knows about AA. I started at AA when I was 34 in Geelong. How did I find that? I We just know about AA. Everyone does. It's there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not, not quite so prevalent for the other um, fellowships. Um, people find it really quite hard. I remember I was seeking help for um, my dad's alcoholism. And I didn't know about Al Anon family groups. So I went to an AA meeting, and the AA guy there told me about Al Anon, which was really good. But um, he yep. basically said to me, "Look, I can't help I can't help you. I can help your dad, but I can't help you. You should go to Al Anon, which was really helpful. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's right. It's for families. Yeah, families of alcoholics.
2: Yeah. So talking of families, then, what do you want to talk about? How your relationship with your daughter changed as you got through, got into recovery? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh well, yeah, everything changed um as I said, you know she didn't want me to have the kids I don't blame her i couldn't um I couldn't drive anywhere I certainly wouldn't she, no one would trust me with with anything really, especially children um so when I stopped drinking, uh that all changed. She's really proud of me for doing what I'm doing I'm a role model for her i'm um, example setting for her and uh You know, and I think that's working really well because, you know, it is a family gene. It's a family disease. And I'm, you know, um, living proof that, you know, we can get better and we can get well and we can join these 12-step programs, which is exactly what happens to us if we do the work. Yeah. So, So, you know, everything changes. Yeah. For the better.
2: Yeah. Talking about do the, doing the work, you said you you came into AA in your 30s, but it took you another sort of 30 years yeah. or so. Yeah, so I'm what? five
0: years sober. Yeah, I'm five years sober. Um, so I, yeah, I went to um, women's women for sobriety group back then, and uh, and then I did uh, a year clean in sober in Sydney, and then I had a seven year relapse. <laughs> so, so it took me a while to get this, um, but when I got it. You know, I've never looked back. I, I I would never add alcohol to my life again because I, ne- I never want to go back to that black hole, you know? I never, ever.
3: Yeah.
0: It's, you know, we get a second chance at a very happy life and we get to live being happy without drinking, which is something that we could never imagine when we first get, go into the rooms. We could never imagine that we'd be happy without the booze. But, gee, you know, the things we can do once we stop... And the life we have, you know, is just extraordinary compared to when we were drinking.
2: Yeah. Um, a, a lot of people don't really understand the life of an alcoholic. Uh, so do you want to give us a, a day in the life of when you were drinking?
0: Oh, well, I'd wake up and um, think about when I can have my first drink. And then I couldn't wait. So I'd do the, it must be 12 o'clock somewhere in the world, so I'd... I was drinking in the morning. I would just drink all day, basically, to blackout. Um, At the end of my drinking, I was drinking to blackout. I couldn't get enough. I had, you know, bottles hidden around the house. I had drink, you know, coffee cups full of wine Um, at work. I was obsessed and powerless, which is step one. You know, are you powerless over alcohol? Is your life unmanageable? Tick. And that's exactly what happens to us. We can't, and we become immune to the alcohol, so we just have to have more and more and more. And it's frightening, really. It's just frightening. We become spiritually bankrupt and we become broken people. And, and not only that, you know, it's alcohol is a class A carcinogenic, it's toxic, um, it causes more cancers in women than anything else. It causes more deaths in the world than anything else and alcohol-related crimes and accidents. And, you know, they make paint and cleaning products out of alcohol. And I think, you know, all that, we're just in denial. As alcoholics, we're in denial about all that uh, until we stop. I mean, if you want to know what alcoholism is, stop drinking. (laughs) You soon find out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: it's,
0: yeah. yeah, it's an insidious disease. But, you know, we're really lucky. We're very blessed that we have, that we received um, the gift of desperation, we call it, whereby we get on our hands and knees and we pray for help. And, you know, if we're lucky, we do have that spiritual awakening, which I did, which is, it, which is when the obsession leaves you. It is, it is a, uh, a God job, a higher power job. Stopping. You need to have, as I say to my sponsees, you need to surrender to step one and you need to pray for willingness to stop and you need to be vulnerable and honest and stop lying, you know, and find your truth as your authentic self, which is what we forget. We're we're not being who we are, we're being what the alcohol makes us, you know, and, and, you know, afterwards we find who, who we actually are and we actually like ourselves for the first time in our lives and we can get on with our lives and be proactive, do service. You know, I've got half a dozen sponsees now that I'm helping through the big book and the 12 steps, and that's so rewarding um, because they're all doing really well and, you know, it's a wonderful thing to help other alcoholics with with your experience, you know, so that's a big part of, of the fellowship.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's part of that pay it forward um, idea, which I think I you, you, you can't really help the people who've helped you because they're, they've are they recovered, uh, but you can certainly help those who are coming along. Okay, well, thanks, yeah. thanks Susie. That, that's fantastic. If anybody would like to donate to us, they can call us on 9419 8377. Uh, you can text in on 0488 809 855, or you can go online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. So I'll talk a bit about the shows that we have on each, each month um, and we ha- usually have a different one on each week and usually on the first Thursday of the month we have uh, guests from Al-Anon family groups and Al-Anon provides help for families and friends of alcoholics um, and my co-host has been coordinating and interviewing our Al-Anon guests over the past year and we've had 12 Al-Anon members on the show since our last Radiothon. Now community radio is a very positive influence in our case uh, we're spreading a very personal message about what's able to help people recover from alcohol, gambling, drug, and food addictions, and to help their families too. So we've received some more donations. So I'd like Anne to read out the the ones that have just come in, have come in. Okay. Uh, the
1: ones that have just come in are uh, Michelle Bazzetto from Brunswick, Stacey Valucas from Geelong North. Uh, Patricia Stevens, which is, who is my lovely, darling sister from Rosebud.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much. So the next uh, the next week, uh, the show we have on is the um, Gamblers Anonymous uh, group, and they help problem gamblers. And the guest coordinator is Yvonne, and Yvonne's been helping this on the show for a number of years. And this year we've had 11 GA members on the show uh, since the last radiothon, and really our, our special thanks go out to one of the GA members, Renee, who happened to be a casualty of our first massive technical <laughs> issue on the show. <laughs> and Renee was gracious enough to forgive us and then fill a late notice vacancy that we had to allow us to do a live show a few weeks later. So very thanks a lot, R- Renee. You really appreciate your support. Um, listen, we'll go to a to a break, um, but remember. You can donate by calling us on 9419 8377 and Michaela's ready to take your call. You can text us on 0488 809 855 or go online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. So here's a here's bit of music.
3: What we're dealing with here is a total lack of respect for the law.
2: Tune in to Done By Law.
0: An informal and irreverent look at the law. Critical insights and analysis from diverse community perspectives.
2: Done By Law. 6pm
3: Tuesdays. Don't have a million dollars, and still want to have a good education for your kid? Tune into the Dogs program. We are the defenders of government schools. 12pm on Saturdays here on 3CR, 855 and the AM dial podcast, streaming live on 3cr.org.au and 3CR digital. We defend government schools because they need it.
2: Uh, Welcome back. Um, That song was... Where are we? Uh, Lost in Your Illusion uh, by Mark Seymour. And Anne will take over for a minute and do a bit of broadcasting.
1: Uh, okay thanks Bill um, yeah, I'm taking over We've got more phone trouble So we've just got to um, Get that sorted out That's the joys of live radio um, Broadcasting Bill Okay what I'm going to do Is um, just read out The next few donations um, So we've had a donation From Nick Bastow From Northcote Joanne Holsinger From Mount Waverley William from Surrey Hills $250 Thank you William uh, Renee for, from Ashwood uh, Terry Doherty with a $1,000 Thank you so much, Terry And uh, Susan Pitt with $200 How are we going with the phones,
2: Bill? Wow, that's terrific um, Actually, Michaela's going to try and help us out there that, That's fantastic That's really great um, we're, we're getting somewhere towards our target now And um, things are really going well So... This is the Living Free Show on 3CR, 855 kilohertz on your AM dial and 3CR on digital radio. If you'd like to listen to one of our many podcasts, then you can find us on your preferred podcast platform or just Google 3CR Living Free. Oh, lost my spot. Here we are. Um, you can also contact us via 3CR on 9419 or email us at 3crlivingfree at gmail.com. Uh, with me in the studio today is my co-presenter, Ann, and we have our guest Susie from AA on the phone. Uh, today's our 2022 Radiothon show, and we're raising funds to keep 3CR on air. If you'd like to donate to support the station, you can call us now. The phone number is 9419 8377. Feel free to give us a call. Um, we've got Michaela on the phones. Thank you so much, Michaela. Uh, you can also text us on 0488 098 855 And if you don't have time right now, remember that you can go to www.3cr.org.au forward slash donate and just make sure to nominate the show that you'd like to support. Um, Anne, uh, talking about being a a volunteer on the show, um, would you like to sort of talk about joining 3CR and, you know, your experience becoming a presenter and I, I guess particularly focusing on what was like during COVID to do that? Must have been... More difficult to become a
1: sure. A <laughs> um, look, it has been daunting. Uh, not, I mean, not only going uh, interviewing people, having conversation with people on air, but uh, the technical stuff has been quite daunting. I don't know what the back end of a computer is like, uh, let alone a panel in a radio station. Yes, yeah, so that, I suppose the first experience that that was that humbled me was the readiness with which Bill happily accepted my offer to help on the show Um, so I offered that and he immediately contacted me uh, to come on board and do that Um, so that thank you Bill for having that kind of faith in me and the next uh, amazing thing was finding about the culture in this place Um, communities Only survive through team of people working together. Um, And I have really, I've been in a lot of really good workplaces, but I have really been in a place where the culture is so uh, warm, friendly, and supportive. Um, And I don't know how often um, people who work here, the paid employees of um, 3CR, get acknowledged. But I really would like to thank Inez, Loretta, Rachel, uh, Michaela, and uh, Karina. Who um, really unbelievably um, uh, never criticised me when I made mistakes, and I made some pretty huge mistakes. You know, there's been quite a lot of dead time when I've been on air, and I've um, I've made all sorts prob- of mistakes with um, with the technology. Um, the feedback has always just been 100% positive. Uh, the welcome uh, I get at the door when I come in every day has been um, absolutely wonderful because um, it's daunting not only with the technology but also just joining a new workplace And, and uh, but I've never once had uh, a feeling of imposter syndrome or anything um, and the culture extends right down to all the volunteers so there's 400 volunteers here. Uh, the training was outstanding and uh, all done by volunteers, uh, tr- training manuals that, that were professionally produced that I've got to look back on when I'm learning The pandemic obviously made that really tricky, so um, I I was surprised to find myself producing radio shows from a room in my house, uh, surrounded by pillows to try and uh, help the sound, um, using software, uh, audio software, which I'd never seen in my life before, and calling Bill at all hours with um, questions that I couldn't even explain properly um, and him patiently answering me. Um, and um, and uh, amazing he hasn't had a nervous breakdown. Nearly. <laughs> he nearly has at different times. Um, I'll spare you the details. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. Um, uh, and I uh, can't stress enough, I suppose, the inspiration that comes from seeing how much great work has been done in our community by volunteers. Uh, if you did want to spend a little bit of your hard-end money on uh, something worthwhile, 3CR is about as worthwhile as you can get.
2: Thanks, Anne. Great endorsement for the show and for the station. So just running through the shows again. So um, on the third Thursday, uh, we have guests from Alcoholics Anonymous, and this is the third week, so we've got Susie with us. <laughs> but I'd first of all like to thank the AI guest, Coordinator Diane for helping us get members on the show, and we've had 11 AA members on the show since the last radiothon. Um, Susie, we've got you back on now, so I just thought uh, we'd continue with your story and talk about getting help. So, do you want to talk about the, the sort of help that you found most useful in in your recovery? In AA? Yeah. Oh well, in, in AA and out of AA, yeah.
0: Well. Uh... I mean, you know, as, as is pretty common with um, in the rooms, before we get there, we try everything else on the planet to try and um, prove that we're not alcoholic and therefore we don't have to to join a fellowship, you know, and you hear it all the time. Like, we go to psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, I even went to an acupuncturist, <laughs> a fortune teller, all, all asking, trying to find reasons why I didn't have to stop drinking you know and uh, clearly that none of that works because there's only we don't have options there's only one option and that is uh, the fellowship the 12-step program but um, that uh, that's where you get the help and that's where uh, you know you learn to live life on life's terms um, and I think what I got out of aA was I mean, I thought that I was having to go there and do, you know, steps. One of the steps is ask God to remove our defects of character and I thought that I was going to, you know, lose the person that I was by getting rid of all my defects of character. But actually what AA taught me was that it was okay to be myself, the you know, the authentic person that I am. And that was revolutionary for me because... Uh, we're so used to being what the drugs, the substance makes us that we forget who we actually are. Um, And, you know, being that authentic self is just like starting again, you know. It's just um, enlightening to be be able to just be who you are.
2: Yeah, (laughs) to become yourself, that's right, and be be comfortable in yourself.
0: Yeah, and we didn't know that. We don't know that when we're drinking, um, you know, and, and we're just comparing ourselves to everybody else the whole time and we're worried about what people think about us. You know, I don't care what people think about me, ever. You know, now that I like myself, I can be whoever I, who, who I am without worrying anymore, without that stress and that fear, and that anxiety. You know, that it took away all that anxiety that alcoholics live with, you know, we wake up every morning with in fear, you know, what did we do? What did we say? Who did we send text to? You know, where's my car? Who's <laughs> <sighs> this is in my bed. Um, you know and now we don't have to do that. and it's it's like we're free. We're out of jail. because yeah. when you' when you're alcoholic and drink active actively drinking, you're in, it's like you're in jail and and now, you know, free. We're free, and we have, you know. They stress that we have to go in this, go into this with a with an open mind. Forget everything we've ever known, you know. There's a set aside prayer, and that's what it says: forget everything we've ever known and have an open mind, because we're basically starting again. You know, we're, our life is starting again. We have no, uh, you know, it's it's difficult because we're like. Emotionally, we're like teenagers because, you know, when we start drinking uh, alcoholically, we don't develop our emotions. They sort of they get stunted. So we don't grow. We don't grow as people and we don't grow spiritually. So all that, you know, changes once we stop drinking and once we find the support and the benevolence in, in the rooms of AA because that's that's our tribe they're our people, they understand us. We can say whatever we want in those rooms without being judged, do that outside those rooms because everybody judges us, no one understands us. Um, And that's the the best part of the fellowship is knowing that they've got your back, that you can call anyone any time of day, that you can be as honest as the day is long and that no one's gonna judge you.
2: Yeah, yeah the,
0: it's pretty the, remarkable.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Awesome. Well, listen, we might take another break and we'll do a bit more uh, radiothoning.
1: Pre-CR Radiothon 2022. 3CR Keep Community Strong
2: 3CR Radiothon Fundraiser June 2022 Jump. Jump.
1: To donate, call Jump. 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 03 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au 3CR Radiothon 2022 Keep Community Strong
2: plate Only on 3CR 855 AM digital and
3: 3cr.org.au.
2: Uh, You're listening to The Living Free Show on 3CR on digital radio and live streaming on 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming. That last song was The Same As Me by Ross Wilson. Uh, With me in the studio today is Anne. Um, She's my co-presenter and she helps run the show every other week. Uh, And we have our guest Susie from AA on the phone. This is our Radiothon show and we're raising funds for 3CR. If you'd like to donate to support the station, you can call us up now. The phone number is 94198377. 8377. Uh, feel free to give us a ring. We've got Michaela answering the phones. Um, thanks so much, Michaela. That's really great. Uh, you can also text us on 0488 098 855. And if you don't, don't have time right now, you can go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate um, and tell them you'd like to support whatever show you'd like um on the fifth Thursday, oh I wonder um, so I, we didn't do the fourth Thursday, we jumped a bit yeah. Uh, on the fourth Thursday, uh, w- we share it between a couple of fellowships. Uh, the first is Food addicts and Recovery Anonymous and I'd like to thank uh, food addicts guest coordinator Justin, and the six members we've had on the show since our last radiothon. Most of them have been from overseas uh, in California so um, that's been really good to get that international international perspective. Uh, the second fellowship um, is one we've just started um, having on the show, and that's Smart Recovery. And I'd like to thank uh, the guest coordinator, Dan, and the eight members that we've had on the show since the last Radiothon. Um, so Smart Recovery is another fellowship. Uh, it's not 12-step. Uh, it's It uses um, CBT and other progressive um, methods to help members uh, recover. Okay, um, and... On the fifth Thursday, we 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 tend to do things that are a bit um, out there, and we try and bring in groups that otherwise wouldn't um, you know can't provide regular speakers, and also we try to look at um, areas that are of interest as well. So this year we had our first interview with Under Earners Anonymous. They help people who are challenged with financial issues. We interviewed Victoria Vanstone from. Drunk Mummy, Sober Mummy, and she runs a blog about drinking. And we've had uh, Dr. Michael Maloney and Effie Moriartis from the Melbourne Clinic talking about detox and rehabilitation for people with addictive behaviours. So we thank them. Um, So Susie, um, I wonder if you'd like to share your experiences of getting professional help outside of the fellowship, and what was your experience doing anything like detox and uh, rehab?
0: Um, I... I didn't ever go to rehab. Uh, I didn't have any experience outside AA, really. That was besides trying um, psychologists and psychiatrists, Um, you know, acupuncture, faith healers, none of that works. So the only professional help I've ever had besides psychologists, psychiatrists, is AA.
2: Okay. Um, So do you want to talk about why it wasn't successful for you? What what sort of things didn't work? Um,
0: I think uh, the only way it worked and I started healing was by doing AA and surrendering to step one, doing the 12 steps, having a sponsor um, and... Um, basically getting rid of all my guilt and shame from the past by doing the steps. Um, and, you know, that's what worked for me and that's the only thing that worked for me because all the other things you're not surrendering yourself to. With AA, you surrender yourself. Um, with, with When we're drinking, we abandon ourselves, uh, as Brené Brown says. We abandon ourselves when we get to AA and do a 12-step program, we find ourselves. And that's the only thing that works. In, in, in most of my sponsees are the same. They tried everything else until they got to AA because it's about um, a higher power, surrendering yourself to a higher power, and it's about learning the, how to do the work. Uh, and if you work, it's, it's successful so, yeah. yeah, I can't, yeah, that's the only way, really. We don't really have options as alcoholics apart from that.
2: Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so one of the things that um, recovery does is it brings you closer to the people in your life and so you have better relationships and things. So would you like to talk about, how that's, how that's improved with your family since you've um, been sober?
0: Uh, well, yeah, everything's improved, um, especially with my partner who was, you know, after 15 years of watching me drink suicidally, um, was about to leave. He'd had enough. Um, now we have a wonderful, strong friendship and relationship. Um, my mother was... You know, she says I turned her grey. She's 93 now. She's she's obviously (laughs) grey. And uh, we now have a wonderful relationship. Same with my sister. When I was drinking, um, I had a blow-up with them one Christmas and her three children, her three daughters. um, You know, my sister said to me she doesn't want me in her life if I keep drinking, as did my mother. Uh, as did my partner, as did my daughter. So, all those relationships now are on track. And I have my, I live with my two grandsons, and they are my best friends in the whole world and my joy. And I am totally trustworthy around them, and they will never see me drink. And, you know, if I was still drinking, I would have none of that. I would have none of those relationships. I wouldn't be spending the time I have to spend with them, which is a lot of time. You know, I take them to their ninja classes and their swimming classes and their music classes and I have a wonderful relationship with them. Um, You know, when I was drinking, I had... I would would have absolutely no patience um, and I was manic, you know, and I couldn't sit still and I couldn't concentrate. And now, you know, thank God that I have... Um, this life I have now, whereby I, none of that is in happens anymore, and I'm able to focus totally on my relationships and and my service within Alcohol within within Alcoholics Anonymous. So yeah, it's, it's been pretty pretty good all round.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it does sound good. And, and I guess the other the big thing is that. You have a good relationship with them, but they have a good relationship with you. And I think that's really important for people. I know I, you know, my dad was an alcoholic and he kept on drinking, but I still had a good relationship with him because I was in recovery, even though he wasn't. And I was able to compensate. Um, But that gave my children um, a grandfather. Whereas if if I hadn't sought recovery, they wouldn't have had a grandfather. They would have just had a, a drunk uh, yep. because that's the way I would have treated him. Yep, that's
0: mm. exactly right. Mm. Yes, we're blessed.
2: Yep, <laughs> thank you. Um, well, listen, uh, I might just go back through and um, reread our donors um, a- and thank them. Ishita first, was our first donor, Ishita, um, $50 uh, from Clifton Hill. Thanks, Ishi. that's really great. And Emma from Bentley, uh, $30. Uh, Susie Brown from Ocean Grove. Uh, Marie from Keeler Lodge, Uh, Wilma from Hurstbridge, Uh, Michael L. from Malvern East, thanks Michael, really great support. And Ken Guthrie from Clifton Hill, thanks Ken, Uh, your support is always really appreciated. Uh, Don from Newtown, thanks Don, Uh, Don's been on the show and Don's a a great supporter of the show. Um, And we've got Jenny and Grace from Out Essendon Way. Uh, thanks Jenny and Grace they're great friends of mine and they're good supporters of um, of the, the fellowships uh, Michelle Bassetto from Brunswick uh, Daisy Valucas from Geelong North and Patricia Stevens, who's sister of uh, Anne Nick Bastow from Northcote um, Joanne Holsinger from Mount Waverley another long-term supporter of the show and we really appreciate it, jo. Uh William from Surrey Hills and Renee, um, who's a member of GA, who we had on the show recently from Ashwood. Thanks, Renee. And a special thanks to um, to Terry from Sorrento and Sue from Surrey Hills. Um, your donations have kicked us over the line. And we've got a target of two, uh, 1,600, and we've now just reached 2,200. So thank you very much. Anne.
1: I just want to, um, since Bill's uh, calling out to his friends, I just want to say hi, Michelle, and thank you so much. <laughs>
2: Righto. The other people I'd like to thank is um, Beth and Ingrid from Dunbar Law Show. I have the privilege of being uh, on the phones for them and to meet them, and it was really, really great. So good to see another show in action and to see the support they got as well. Now we're coming up towards the end of the show. Um, So I guess I might shoot back to you, Anne. So we'd like just to talk about, I guess, how recovery's impacted you and your family?
1: Uh, okay. Um, how it's impacted me um, is it's uh, the way I'm seeing it more and more now, it just makes me a more balanced person and less extreme. Um, so I think, you know, growing up in a, a dysfunctional alcoholic family, you develop some ex- extreme versions of yourself. So, you know, hypervigilance is one. I now just call that empathy, <laughs> Try not to get carried away with that sorting people out or saving people, which I used to do a bit of. So it's made me more balanced. In terms of my family, um, because we've all been in 12-step um, programs and, and um, some of us still are, um, It's that, again, it's been a saviour. So we're a close family. Um, it's not perfect because we're all still human. And um, as we know, every single person on the planet's got shortcomings uh, and we carry probably from the cradle to the grave um you know, tendencies towards, um, you know, acting out on our shortcomings. Uh, so everyone in my family is, it can easily do that, including me. Um, but I've got a real faith in my family that we all know that um, and we all know that the bottom line is what am I doing? What can I do to make the situation better? And every time there's been any conflict in my family S- people have made an effort to make the situation better um, and i don't think that's necessary well i won't make any that that's that's been that that's what the the 12 steps have given my family
2: yeah thanks Anne. so it's not too late to donate uh 3cr is happy to receive your donations after our show finishes uh you can donate by calling us on 9419 8377, uh, text us on 0488 809 855, or you can go online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate, or you can give to our Living Free f- uh, CrowdRaiser, if you just Google Give Now Living Free, you'll find it, and that's a pretty easy way to donate to, um, to 3CR. Okay, well, we're winding up the show, so that's about all we've got time for today. So I'd like to thank our guest, Susie, uh, who's a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and Anne, my co-presenter, for their assistance with our Radiothon show today. Thanks, Susie. Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Bill.
1: Thank you,
2: Bill. Uh, I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank the 3CR staff and volunteers for supporting Anne and I to keep the Living Free show running smoothly over the past six years. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Living Free program and I hope you'll be able to join us again next week when we'll be joined by a member of Smart Recovery. Coming up next, uh, we've got Balan the Spirit of War, hosted by Uncle Taligam Choco Edwards. Join Uncle Choco and the Spirit of War on a journey of belonging and movement through sing-alongs and yarns. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay tuned now for more Radical Radio on 3CR. And to take us out, we've got a song called Little Aches and Pains by Paul Kelly.